Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about a question that I get a lot. That is, how many days a week should I work out to see results in my physique? And at the end of this episode, you really are going to have a better understanding and have a rough idea of a specific strategy that you can take and make it realistic for the season of life that you are in. I'm also going to be giving you a little bit of an update of what my current routine is like. Earlier this year, I put a podcast episode out in January of my personal fitness and nutrition plan for 2023. And since we are literally halfway through the year now, I thought it would be really great to go into an update for that. So this episode is going to be filled with tips and things that are going to be essential for you in creating a strategy for your fitness goals, but also lead into kind of just a well-rounded wellness, health, fitness, and nutrition update of myself. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Living in Sync podcast, where we will talk about the biological blueprint of your cycle and how your hormones impact every area of your life. I'm your host, Joelle, certified nutritionist, mom of two, fitness coach for over a decade, and I want to help you better understand your cycle to work with your body in achieving your goals. I will teach you how to care for your body in a well-rounded and realistic way that caters to your season of life and feel freaking amazing. In every episode, you will get tips, takeaways, and just feel like this is a heart-to-heart chat with a friend. Let's roll into today's episode. Is there a specific number of days that you want to be working out to see optimal results? And I wanted to cover this question because I get asked it a lot or it comes up in conversation when people are sharing with me their health and fitness goals in the scheme of like, well, I don't have the time to work out this many days a week or for this duration of time. And while we know that consistency is something that plays a big role in seeing results and transformation in your body. Consistency doesn't need to look like every single day. Consistency doesn't need to look like hours and hours. Consistency doesn't need to be even more than three days a week. And it really depends on a lot of other factors. And I want to caveat by saying, you know, a lot of times when we are setting our health and fitness goals and you set them to achieve the goal of weight loss or gaining strength, you put an extra emphasis on the workouts that you're doing, how long those workouts are, and how many days a week you are doing those workouts. But specifically, when it comes to the goal of fat loss, even muscle gain, nutrition plays a huge, 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 huge role, an even bigger role than what workouts that you are doing. You know, if you're a bodybuilder, if you are somebody who is doing and performing in a high level sport, like a ultra marathon runner, yes, your workouts really need to have um, emphasis on them of what workouts you are doing and in what order and recovery and all of that. But for the average person who's really working out to feel good, see changes in their body more 
definition, feeling more um, slim or sculpted. We don't, we overemphasize what exercise can do. And we forget that it is really boils down to nutrition. And you guys, this is coming from somebody who works out consistently consistently on a regular basis you know really the only time I've ever really taken a break from an active lifestyle was during my pregnancies because of a high-risk condition called incompetent cervix that I has have and I was on bed rest with my first pregnancy but other than that movement has been a part of my life consistently for a long time and in those moments of feeling frustration of like I'm working out I'm being consistent I'm whether it's I'm really pushing myself and I'm not seeing the results that I want to see, I have to really give myself a self-check on nutrition. And that isn't the thing that we are talking about today. We are talking about, you know, how many days a week should you be working out to see results and changes? We can cover nutrition. I've covered nutrition in a lot of other podcast episodes. I'll cover nutrition more and more and more. But this one is about like how many days a week should you be working out to see results? And the answer is it depends. It depends on your goal. It depends on your lifestyle. It depends on your day-to-day activity. It depends on what it is that you want to achieve. It depends on the season of life that you are in. So what I want to do today is to walk you through a series of questions and take you through a thought process. So then by the end of this episode, you're like, okay, well, instead of paying attention to all the things that don't work for me and my season of life and my schedule and my routine and all of that, I now can look at where I'm at, what I want to achieve, and have some sort of plan and strategy to work towards. So the first thing to really think about is what is your goal? And don't just stop at like, my goal is to lose weight, Joelle. I want you to get more granular. Think about it. And anchor to a feeling instead of just being like, oh, I want to see this certain size on jeans or because sometimes even if you drop down to that certain goal weight that you have or that certain pant size that you think will have you feeling a certain way, sometimes it doesn't. So you want to anchor to the feeling. You know, how is your body feeling right now in your day to day life with, you know, what you've got going on? How do you feel right now? And then I ask you the question, how do you want to feel? When you think of change and transformation in your body, how do you want to feel? And then anchor to that feeling. How do you want your body to move? How do do you want your body to roll out of bed in the morning feeling like? I really want you to anchor to a desired feeling instead of a desired metric, okay? So once you've anchored in that feeling, my next question for you is, what is realistic with the season of life that you're in and the schedule that you have? Because we have this in our minds of more plus more equals better. And I'm here to tell you, that it's not necessarily working out every single day really intensely that could change and transform your body because depending on how you're feeling now, what you feel like your weak areas are in your body, working out and pushing yourself to the max may really 
set you backwards in a lot of ways. Because if you are in a season of life where you have a very sedentary job, I'm going to ask you a series of questions that leads to an entirely different output of questions where if you are a nurse that is on your feet all day, you barely sit down when you're working your 10 to 12 hour shifts, I would definitely say your unique approaches in your workouts isn't a one size fits all calendar. It's not. It's not a one size fits all calendar and more isn't always better. Working out seven days a week isn't necessarily better than working out three days a week. And let me talk to you about that because I think this is where some of you are like, well, if I don't have the time to do an hour long workout every single day, then what's the point in doing it if it's not going to help me see changes? Well, especially as we are getting older, our body takes more time to recover. So you can absolutely work out less and do effective training and work out less and use those other days where you're not getting informal workouts. And when your mindset is, you know, I'm really working out and I'm letting my body recover fully before approaching another workout, that will lead to optimal muscle recovery. And if you are breaking down your muscles and not seeing optimal recovery, you're not giving your body optimal recovery, that muscle mass is not going to rebuild to be stronger. It can cause a lot of inflammation and stress in the body, which leads to your body hanging on to excess water weight or even excess body fat sometimes. So when you're thinking about being realistic with the season you're in and your schedule and your routine, you can take a you can take a look at a couple different approaches. What is more realistic for you? And I bet your gut instinct is going to be able to answer this right now. Is quick and frequent workouts more effective for you? Is mild and moderate workouts more preferable for you? Are longer and less frequent workouts more optimal for you in this season? And so what does that mean? You know, quick and frequent, this would be workouts that are no longer than 20 minutes long, you know, 20 minutes, quick movement, they're effective. This may be beneficial for those that, you know, don't, that have like quick and frequent really served me in my season of life when I really was stay at home mom with the kids running my business, you know, a quick 20 minute workout while the kids were having a snack and maybe watching a little bit of a show because that's all their attention span could hold you know i'm talking about in like 2020 when my kids were two and four quick and frequent really worked best for my season of life mild and moderate so maybe this is you know setting the goal of four to five days a week and doing 30 to 45 minute work long workouts i would call that kind of a mild and moderate kind of weekly routine for some, less um, workouts with longer frequency of working out may fit the schedule best. This is the schedule that I talk to my husband about actually because he works a job outside of the home. He has a commute on the day-to-day and I was talking to him about how, you know, in the Monday through Friday, it's kind of hard for him to kind of navigate when he could get a workout in. But I'm like, you know, I would support you in 
getting in a workout on the weekend. So if you worked out Saturday, Sunday, and then just set a goal to work out on one weekday, but they were longer in duration, you can still see really great results with that type of schedule. So while that schedule may not work for you, it wouldn't have worked for me when I, or maybe it would have, you know, it would have worked for me when my kids were really, really little, you just really kind of have to gauge what might work best for you. And something is better than nothing, right? Something is better than nothing because movement should be for a feeling, anchoring to that feeling, not just the calorie burn, not just um, changing your body aesthetically because a lot of that is impacted majority by nutrition, right? By nutrition. And if you are even on a goal of adding more muscle to your body, you do want to focus on nutrition big time. Yes, your workouts are going to matter. And, you know, people talk about that the only way to put on muscle mass is to have um, progressive overload. But the only method that we are really talking about with progressive overload is adding more weight, adding more weight, and adding more weight. And if you are new to weight training, this is definitely going to be effective for you. But for somebody like me who has been working out for years and years and years and has really taken those traditional those traditional workouts and have kind of plateaued, I really had to go into a different regimen, rhythm, routine, and strategy. And I'm going to talk about at the end what I've been doing and how I've been feeling and the the things that I've really felt. But back to getting into what is going to work for you in your season of life, whether that's quick and frequent workouts, mild and moderate, longer and less frequent, any of those, you can see changes in your body as long as you are consistent and intentional and effective. And if you need help with coming up with, okay, so I know how I want to feel. I understand and can clearly communicate some type of anchored feeling and then come to me with the type of duration that would work for you and your schedule. I am more than happy to talk to you about what kind of strategy I would suggest. Just send me a DM on Instagram, okay, and we can talk about this, but I've been listening to a handful of podcasts now and looking at a handful of different things in research to challenge once again what's what mainstream fitness culture is talking about. There are a lot of different ways to change up your workouts other than just going up and up and up and up and up in weight and how it's not about being in the gym all of the time and working out every single day and getting it in no matter what, but that having more rest and recovery and duration in between your workouts is going to help you. And I think this is why, and I've called them out before, and I know a lot of you guys come for me when I do, but when CrossFit athletes, when not even CrossFit athletes, when average people start something like CrossFit, they go from not working out at all to trying to get to 
three to even five CrossFit workouts in a week. And that's when injury happens is when there isn't that proper rest and recovery. And while in teens and in 20s and maybe even some people in their 30s, they don't feel the effects of neglected rest and recovery over time that is just instead of it building muscle up it can have the adverse effect of breaking things down and instead of recovering with stronger muscle um with stronger muscle matter it's becoming a breakdown because of the inflammation and then can wear on joints and cause aches and pains in a lot of other ways instead of feeling what i think the ultimate feeling is of feeling strong and fluid and like you're carrying yourself with good posture and moving around in your day-to-day and keeping up with da-da-da-da-da. That's why I really want you to spend time in anchoring in the feeling of what it is your goal is. You know, how you, what you really realistically feel like right now in your body, what you desire to feel like, thinking about what's realistic for your season and your schedule with work and kids and family and just what life is like for you right now. Because if you guys, if I could go back in time and tell myself as a new mom that had a baby waking up multiple times in the night, like girlfriend, do not, you do not need to get your workout in at 5 a.m. You need to prioritize your sleep. I wish I would have. I really wish I could go back in time and come at it in this way, right? So what is going to be best for you, what you can be consistent with, and this is an evaluation. I mean, there are a lot of times, and I'm going to even be giving you guys an update today on the intention and schedule and plan that I had for myself that worked and I had planned for January entirely changes mid-year because life changes life changes and that happens and if we always think that oh we stick to we're going to robotically go through this plan and this strategy and some people have the personality type where that feels right for them but the majority of us that really just want to have a well-rounded lifestyle with fitness and nutrition feel good start to see uh, progress towards whatever goal it is you're setting for yourself it doesn't have to be this cookie cutter all or nothing type of mentality and I think going back to what I talked about earlier is if you are prioritizing your workouts as that's gonna be how your body significantly changes you really do want to remember that it is through nutrition and a lot of other factors when it comes to living an active lifestyle, not just in your workouts, because you'd be actually shocked that the amount of calories your body actually burns during your workout makes up for like 5 to 10% of your total daily energy expenditure, while your um, BMR, your neat movement, your non exercise activity thermogenesis that makes up for even more than what a daily formal workout would and I even had a conversation with a couple clients recently who were interested in tracking their food in different ways and they were bringing in that mindset of well I did a really long workout on this day my app or my watch or my activity tracker said I burned this many calories so I ate a little bit more or just getting into that rigmarole and 
energetic balance of your workouts where I've always seen my workouts as something to enhance and give me energy and help me feel good and give me more focus and work towards a goal that I feel in my body, not how it looks. And I'm not seeing it as this um, calories in, calories out. Like you see money come in and money come out of a bank account. It's really there to support and food is that placement for energy wise. And I don't know if that rant was specific enough to what I really meant for it to be but you just so many are over emphasizing like your workout being a calorie burn like if you eat too much you're going to work out more if you eat not enough you're going to eat less and just I really would encourage you to stop seeing your workouts as like that energy deposit or credit right Get your workout in to feel good, to anchor into that feeling of that goal that you desire at the beginning, okay? And if you have been working out in a certain way because of how fitness culture has said or because you're seeing like the next thing coming out and the next thing coming out, but you're not really seeing the progress in your body that you want to see, I really want you to clear your mind, tune in to what we talked about right off the bat with what's your goal, get granular and anchor into that feeling because sometimes your body, it may be craving something fitness culture would not recommend that you do, right? Because there's not just one way to have that ideal aesthetic. And I say this as somebody who used to be like, I worked in the gym and I lifted weights and I had a very standard weight training split that most bikini competitors did. Um, And I would like laugh at the ladies going to Zumba and bar and spin classes. And I was just like, that's not how you're going to get the type of body that they're looking for. And now it's just like, okay, I see how workouts serve such a greater purpose. I see how workouts actually can change your body because I started to look for proof. Fitness culture sometimes can say the only way to get that strong, defined, I'm going to use the air quote word toned because I think we just know what we mean by when we say that, that really strong, lean look there's not just one way to achieve it. Everybody's body is different. And I started to look for proof of that. Like, yeah, absolutely. There are ladies in the gym that are lifting heavy, heavy weights and they've got that type of look, but there's also ladies that do pretty much just bar. And there are ladies that do Pilates and there are ladies that do dance style workouts. I've seen um, a girl on TikTok and Instagram who does majority dance cardio um, even her dance cardio has body weight strength training and she dabbled into some yoga and her body is looks so strong and lean and amazing and I don't think at least from following her I don't think heavy like bro strength training is prioritized whereas I follow also Madeline Moves And she has the Tighter Together challenges and the Weekly Moves app. And she's all about strength training, progressive overload. We had Grace on the podcast talking about how, you know, she really changed her body because of strength training. I've been doing that style of training for 
like a decade, you guys, for like a decade. And I've tried and tried and tried to manipulate my body and um, even go heavier and heavier and heavier. And what I found was I was starting to feel even more achy. I was starting to feel like my body wasn't recovering. And I was starting to feel frustrated in my workouts. So I had to change it up. And there's a lot of different things to do for workouts. There's spin, there's all different kinds of things. And it's fun to try new things. And I'm not great at it right off the bat. And that leads me out to what I wanted to talk to you guys about now with my update. So at the beginning of the year, I made a podcast episode. It's one of my top podcast episodes for the year of my personal plan for fitness and nutrition and whatnot. And so I talked about the 3-2-1 method, three days of strength training, two days of Pilates or bar, and then one like walk um, a day. And I am still really focused on neat movement. You know, while my son has had summer activities and we're at those for like an hour, I try to walk for at least 20 20 to 30 minutes of those. So I'm watching him for a little while and I'm also trying to move or stand. I just had a huge cleaning block. Our house was such a disaster before I hit record on this. And so my neat movement of cleaning and doing laundry and and all of that, like I try to put a little bit of pep in my step during that. So I'm focused on neat movement. I'm not wearing my um, Apple watch, so I don't know how many steps I'm getting in during a day. That was starting to become a headspace for me last year where I was like, okay, I just want to remind myself to move and to stand and to do that type of thing. But I have been on a Pilates journey. I have always struggled with my core strength. And when I started to really reflect on myself of like, when I am doing these strength training workouts that I used to really see such like huge results with and feel really good doing, I am like, they just don't make me feel like how it used to. And my body, my body literally was just starting to feel stiff. And I saw a trainer of ours at Body and her name is Andrea Rogers. She's absolutely amazing. I'm doing my best to tag her lots on Instagram. Hopefully bring her on the podcast soon. I would absolutely love to interview her. And she has just strong, she just has a strong physique. And Elise Jones, who's also, I I just started seeing a lot of ladies with these like beautiful, feminine, sleek, strong, sexy physiques. And they were really talking about Pilates bar, low impact. Um, So I have been doing a program called XB Pilates and I have been doing, I haven't been doing the workouts every day. I'm doing kind of an every other day split. So Today, I'm just focused on neat movement. Tomorrow, I will really do my Pilates class and I double them up. So I'm really aiming and trying out longer workouts and the less frequency. So I, in my head, I'm doing Pilates for an hour, three times a week, and then focusing on neat movement the other days. And I have been doing this for about two and a half weeks now and I really was, you know, in my menstrual phase and in my feels over the weekend and I'm like, am I seeing progress? How is my body feeling? Like I looked back and I looked at that granular 
um, anchored feeling that I desired where I was like, I want to feel strong, but I want my muscles to start feeling lean and long and fluid and not so like short and stubby and fatigued and puffy. I'm, I'm genuinely saying this started feeling really puffy with heavy strength training that I was like, I anchored back to that feeling and I'm like, yes, I really am feeling this way. But here is a big epiphany that I had. So I have a almost five-year-old. Oh my gosh, my youngest is almost five, you guys. And this weekend, I was laying on my back and he goes, mommy, do an airplane, do an airplane. So I put him on my feet. I put his tummy on my feet, held onto his shoulders. He puts his arms out like an airplane and, you know, I lift him up. And I had my legs completely straight. I felt my core engaged, which I've always struggled with my core strength. I really felt like my core connection has felt numb, especially since having my second. And I went to a pelvic floor. I went to PT. I did that. But I felt my core engaged. I felt my legs strong and straight like my hamstrings have been so tight and tense for years and years and years and years and years and then not only did I have him up high in airplane I was moving my feet down and moving my feet back and down and back and I kept telling my husband I'm like look at me look what I'm doing with this my I was I was impressed by myself like (laughs) this is amazing and I then had that epiphany of like, I am leaning into that feeling that I desire of feeling like my muscles are strong, they're flexible, they're fluid, they're long, they're strong, they're lean. And while I'm going to continue this because I am feeling really, really good, have I seen the definition Where I've seen the definition has mostly been in like my shoulders and legs. I really feel like when I look down at my arms, when they're extended, I feel like I'm just getting like longer and that more um, defined feeling when I put on a pair of shorts this weekend, I kind of noticed around my thighs. And so I do, I do say this in the sense of I have a very strong foundation of muscle. Like I have spent years and years and years and years and years having a strong foundation of muscle. I believe my muscle mass is at a really great spot. So when I go on this, I'm, I really want to bring on a Pilates expert, you guys, because I genuinely think that we're being told the only way to add muscle onto your body is lifting heavy weights, but I truly believe like there's something to be said about our muscles being in time under tension. And when you do Pilates and bar and you're doing little leg movements and then your legs just start shaking and you work your arm muscles to that point of having the little itty bitty bitty shakes, I really believe that also has to impact what is going on in your muscle fiber. And I am starting to challenge that old belief that I had that the only way to have a strong, defined, toned, muscly, lean look is with weights. I'm starting to challenge myself on that. I'm like, hmm, is that the only way? And I'm looking at research. I'm looking at evidence. I'm seeing other people who are 
really strictly in Pilates and or bar spaces. I mean, I even see, you know, Kendall Tool, the Peloton instructor, she is so strong and lean and defined and majority of her workouts are spin and boxing. Like I know those are two or two specialties on Peloton. I don't know what she does outside of her Peloton instructing, but when you're an instructor and you're coaching that many classes and doing that many classes, a lot of times they're not spending a lot of time outside of their own classes doing their own workouts, but I don't know, maybe. Anyways, total side tangent, but that is what I am doing now. And I have an amazing little group for for the Feminine Edge Collective members. Some of them chose to be in it, in it um, but we are each other's little accountability. And I show them my food tracker, which my food tracker, I am using the to be mindset method for nutrition. And that's been going really well. If you haven't heard of to be mindset or you're interested in it, once again, always just send me a DM on Instagram. We can totally chat about it. And if you do decide like you want to try some of the workouts, the Pilates workouts, Andrea Rogers is my current favorite trainer. Her workouts are on body and there is a free trial. So if you click the link in the show notes, you can use that two week free trial. And if you use that two week free trial, you can go into the workouts. Most of them are 30, 20 to 30 minutes long but I stack them. So I do two classes on top of each other and then I don't typically work out the next day. Sometimes I will like, you know, say tomorrow I feel really good and then the next day I feel really good and feel like just knocking out the next class. I'll do that. I am still leaning into each day looking at what do I have going on? Because I have one child home with me this summer. As I've been recording this, I've had to stop multiple times. And I have one home with me this summer, one that I'm bringing and commuting to and from daycare, taking care of the home, going to activities, all of that, getting work done. You know, I'm really kind of working, looking at my day-to-day too and being like, realistically, what can I get done? Like, And I'm not just going to do a grueling workout to deplete my energy for everything else just to get said workout in, right? So I'm really looking at opportunities to increase my neat movement. My son and I are um, rollerblading together and I'm trying to get walks in, but I'm also really focused in on Pilates and I really want to try to break my really challenge myself and for me a 30 minute workout isn't that much of time for me to get into my challenge zone I kind of feel like with 30 minutes for me it's like warm up feel it for a little bit and then it's already time to cool down so that's kind of why I took that approach to hour-long workouts if you're just starting out obviously um you will will feel it in the 20 to 30 minute duration and then you habit stack from there like start the habit and then improve upon it but I'm just in a different space with my body and the crazy thing is is like when I have tried Pilates in the past and as you guys know that was kind of something I was starting to play around with at the beginning of the year I was like you know it's just not my favorite it's just not my favorite and then I had the epiphany like Joelle, you started your health and fitness journey as a runner and as a kickboxer. So I started my health and fitness journey really 
running. I got into running. I ran 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons. And then I got introduced to Turbo Kick and Turbo Jam and Turbo Fire. And I was all about those kickboxing cardio workouts. I mean, I still kind of love them here or there, sprinkle them in, not consistently, but sometimes just for fun, I love to do them. And then I started a program called Shaleen Extreme. And that introduced me to weight training. And I it was so different. And I had to remember like what it felt like when I was just starting to learn about weight training. It wasn't love at first lift. It took time. And I learned to love weight training. And I asked myself the question of, can I learn to love Pilates? Can I learn to become good at it? Because a girl, I was not. My friend, I was awful. Those first few classes, I had to stop so many times, especially during the ab exercises. There were times where I was like, I know my form is so off, but I just have to like, just try, just try. And now I feel like I'm definitely getting better and better and better. And like I said, the airplane epiphany that I had with you know, lifting my five-year-old up into the air and then feeling the strength and the flexibility that I had and then the foundation of feeling my core engaged and tight. And then and then I was literally putting my legs up over my head with him on my feet and then bringing it back to center and then downwards and back to center and over my head. I was seriously so impressed with myself. And I want you to have that moment in your fitness journey and with your workouts where you impress yourself. And if you haven't gone down like any sort of weight training, strength training, I'm not trying to deter anybody from strength training because if you haven't gone down that route, like I will never forget in Shalene Extreme, she emphasizes push-ups. And when I started that program, you guys, I could not do any push-ups and it's a three-month program and I remember at the end of the three months I was like I literally did 12 push-ups on my toes and I was so impressed with myself and so proud of myself and I want you to anchor in to something like that anchor into something like that where you feel so strong and confident because you have conquered something and you've seen improvement because when you see those types of improvement and you keep chasing them, you keep chasing them, the results in your physical body will come as long as it's paired with nutrition because that's what is truly, truly key. And if you haven't accepted that as truth, like I did, and I had to check myself a little bit earlier this summer of like, you say you eat healthy majority of the time, but are you, but are you really, right? And I have had a handful of episodes on that nutritional journey. It really just lands back to doing what feels right for you and your body. And I don't want to deter anybody from strength training because if you are at that first question that I asked where what's your goal and right now you're feeling really weak and you're feeling really frail and if your husband asked you to like my husband's bringing home a fridge for our garage I have no problem I have no worries in my ability to help him to assist him in setting that up or moving our picnic table I feel confident in my strength 
But if I didn't, I would definitely say if you're feeling like you're weak and you can't lift and it your arms get tired after holding your kids for too long, a strength training strength training program and strategy probably is definitely a really great fit for you. And the beauty of that is is also if you're going to focus on strength training, you also have to have recovery. So if you jump into a strength training program that doesn't have adequate recovery, you're likely not going to see those strength goals. You guys, I don't know about you, but I am getting into my almost middle 30s and I cannot emphasize enough how recovery is so important. Maybe in your 20s, you didn't have to recover after a long run. You didn't have to wait and um, just do stretching and mobility as much as you need to in your 30s. But if we neglect the recovery process in our 30s, oh man, 40s, 50s, we're going to be, we're going to be feeling those effects, right? So it's this beautiful blend of like, challenging yourself like I talked about in my Pilates classes I really want I want my muscles to be shaky I want to feel that burn I really 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 do but also I'm going to prioritize neat movement which is recovery which is really great to supporting um, recovery so I hope you enjoyed this episode if you need any guidance or direction for what you are craving what would work for your schedule please let me know because with the platform that I recommend there's quick and frequent workouts there's mild and moderate and there is longer with less frequency there's dance style there's bar there's Pilates you can do XB Pilates with me and um, I'm going to move on to a lot of like other Pilates and bar options that are in there as well so we can really do this together I have an accountability group that is always open for you to be checking in your workouts or your to be mindset tracker if I am your body partner aka your old beach body coach if I'm your body partner and you're not a part of that group reach out to me my friend it's always going on it's an ongoing group and there are ladies in there that are checking in and there are ladies in there that are just really kind of seeking some motivation from an inspiring community so let me know i'll leave the links in the show notes below and i will talk to you guys next time thank you so much for listening today my friend and if you loved this episode before you go can you share it with a friend or leave a rating and review it's a small gesture that means a lot to me and helps the podcast reach even more ladies who are wanting to live in sync in a well-rounded way with their life using their cycle as their guide if you want to see more of the day-to-day stuff in my life come on over to my instagram it's just my name joelle cease i will leave anything and everything mentioned in the podcast detailed in the show notes so don't forget to check those out thanks again and i will catch you next time